Has it occurred to you that the systems we live by are not designed to get results? We pay for procedures instead of outcomes, focusing on emergencies rather than preventing disease and living a healthy lifestyle. For over 25 years, I've taken care of Olympians, Paralympians, A-list actors, and Fortune 1000 companies. If I did not get results, they did not get results. I realized that while powerful people who control the system want to keep the status quo, if I were to educate the masses, you would demand change. So I'm taking the gloves off and going after the systems as they are. Join me on my mission to create a new tomorrow as I chat with industry experts, elite athletes, thought leaders, and government officials about how we activate our vision for a better world. We may agree and we may disagree, but I'm not backing down. I'm Ari Gronich, and this is Create a New Tomorrow Podcast. Welcome back to part three of this interview. If you missed part one or part two, head back to those previous episodes before you listen to this one. Now we'll dive right into the conversation from the moment we left off. Thanks again and welcome back. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because I'm a, I'm a realist. I see the world as it is, but I'm also an ideological utopian societyist, mm-hmm. you know. I know where I see the world going as well Mm -hmm. and what's possible for the world. If we step out of our own ways and stop trying to make, you know, like I hear make America great again, or it matter if it's whatever whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. Is it the time when we had famine? Is it the dark ages when we had suppression? Is it the, you know, it doesn't matter. What is better than that we can't make better in the future, right? Than it was. Nothing has ever been optimal performance-wise. So we only can make things as optimal as we can see them possible to be. And I'm really big. I don't like doing podcasts where I'm asking you fluffy, snowflake, you know, relaxed questions that you know the answers to. I want to challenge to really explore yourself on the on this uh, this media with me, I want to make sure that the guests and the listeners have an experience that is outside of their comfort zone. In some cases, because I like to, you know, I say pick fights. It's not really pick fights. I like to challenge the status quo. I like to challenge the systems. We don't have a very good healthcare system. It kind of sucks, and it's the best it's ever been. And it still kind of sucks in the results that it gets. We don't have a very good political system. Our system is extremely flawed. And it's probably the best it's ever been for what it's been, right? So, that, and that can be said about infrastructure. It can be said about any of, any of these things, right? Uh, one of my... my friends that I I will be speaking to, his name is AJ Ali, and we're going to be talking a lot about the systems of healthcare and how it affects Black people more than majority, Black, Latino, at-risk populations and and groups. Um, He's written a book called Walking While Black, Mm -hmm. Love is the Answer. Mm -hmm. That love is the answer part stands for, and I, I don't remember exactly, but I'll give you kind of the the synopsis. Learn about 
your neighbors. Learn about the people you're different than, right? And the O is, I don't remember what the O is. The V is volunteer to be part of the solution, mm -hmm. right? And so I was just going to go the L and the V because that's what I remember at the moment. I'll, I'll remember the rest as soon as we're off the, the recording. <laughs> but uh, you get the point is learn about your neighbors. Well, what would that do for us? What would it do if we started to volunteer to help the people in our community rather than tell them that they're wrong and bad? What would it do for our community relations if we were to shift and change? Like, you know, he's a guy who he's owned two professional soccer teams, played soccer for the Air Force, and was one of the first uh, black reporters in golf. He was told, get out of the sport because he's not wanted there. And then he's walking in his own neighborhood in Baltimore and he's getting followed and guns pulled on him by police for walking in the right in the wrong neighborhood, even mm -hmm. his neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, this is something like I look at it and I go, okay, so this is what is, this is reality. We've got it. So now that we know what reality is, what are the steps that we can take to change reality to a more optimal reality mm -hmm. and that's kind of what he's done with this book so what would what would your answer to this be and it doesn't matter it's not necessarily that particular situation just life in general society in general but if you were to go about the process of taking somebody through what is loving reality and how do we want reality to be what would that look like to you? I think you, the only thing we can do is we have to live that reality the best way we can. The challenge is there are people who don't want that. So what I mean by that is, there's an old movie called um, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. It's a great movie. Um, it's an old one though. It's great. And it's a, about a politician that goes and becomes like a senator or representative or whatever. I mean, he has this idea to help Boy Scouts. It's something that you would think everybody would be a part of. Like, like who don't want to help Boy Scouts? Like, just kids, you have them. And he, and he brings it up to get vote, and he's just, and people fighting it. And he's going like, what the heck? Like, he thought it was going to be a breeze. I'm going to go in there, I'm going to bring this thing to help Boy Scouts. It's going to be all right. And he's getting it fought, and he just don't understand. Like, this doesn't make sense. That's kind of how it is. It's like some, some groups and people, individuals, they don't want things to, to be utopian or better or good. But why? Who knows? So when we talk about the healthcare system, we talk about all this different stuff, it's really simple. It's really our fault. And when you say, well, hold on, it's been a little, it's been a little tough. Well, here's a question. If we really wanted to, in the U.S., let's just use the U.S., could we make it that no, not one person in the U.S. dies of starvation or malnutrition? Yeah, I mean, there's enough food in the U.S. to feed everybody. Like this is this is this is a fact. This is an absolute fact. Could we make it that even like everyone has shelter? Meaning, like even if they like a house or somewhere, some form of shelter, there's no homeless on the streets. Could we? Make, yes, there's enough 
property and stuff that it can be done. We put our, we're intuitive. We, we, we are industrious enough. We have this, the, the, all of that to make it happen. So why isn't it happening? If someone, I'm give you an example. If someone was to say, um, we're gonna, we're gonna, everyone would have to pay two cents, two pennies more of taxes. And that way we ensure um, there's absolutely no homeless in the world. People will go against it. And you know it, like we know, ain't that crazy? Two cents. And some of the people that would go against it, it's gonna be people that, they're so rich, you'll be like, what, the, what are you, what? So my point, that's what it is. It's unfortunate, it sucks. So some of these things that haven't changed, let's be honest, let's be real, let's be real. You know, some of it, because people don't want, some, some of the powers that be don't want to change. You know, and that's not a political thing, it's just, it's just being, and we allow some of this stuff. Being real. My question yeah. is, and, and, and this goes to what you're saying. So I have, I have this philosophy, right? Uh, silence is a bully's best friend. Yeah. And my feeling about that is that the people who would benefit the most typically are silenced by the people who have an agenda or the bullies and the people who want the change feel like they don't have a voice. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And none of what people feel necessarily is accurate in reality because mm -hmm. if we got loud and created a wisdom with that loudness. So meaning we put the learning, we put that into action. We created wisdom with the learning. We could mm -hmm. feed everybody. We could house everybody. And it probably wouldn't even affect our lifestyle that much. In fact, it probably would make our lifestyle a little bit better. Now, the philosophy is, I don't like change. That's the philosophy of some people. I don't like change. I want stagnation. I want to be where we are. Progress is bad. You know, you've heard this progressives got, have a bad rap. Progress, how could progress be bad? If you can't, if you're not growing, you're dying. Right. right? So how could progress ever be bad? It's only a thing. It's progress. It's a movement of time. And so here's the thing. And I talk about this in, in the book. I talk about, about it uh, on this podcast is if we've made this shit up, can we not make it up better? We created the society the way it is. The people who are the architects of the society really are powerful now and they really like it because they built it, it's their baby. But how many times has somebody's baby gotten married <laughs> and the parent did not like that the baby was married now, right? Okay, so we're just telling those powers that be, your baby is getting married, moving on, <laughs> gonna grow and make her own family and build her own structures and systems, it's time for you to let go, right? That's kind of what we're saying. 
And we're saying that in a very general way, because most of those people don't exist anymore. It's just the beneficiaries of that system, but not the creators of it. So since we made this shit up and we can make it up better, what are some of the philosophies we can move into that are more optimal and effective? I mean, that was, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I, my honest answer is probably one that nobody's going to like. Okay, you said you said it in a gentle way, right? The individuals you're talking about, the groups you're talking about, they don't respond to gentle. I'm just being real. We try, you know, trying to be gentle is not, you know, unfortunately, I hate to say it, man. I hate, I, you know, I wish it wasn't this way, but it's the reality. That's not gonna, that's not the way it's gonna work if it's gonna be changed. You know, I see people, I hear people complaining about the senators or whatever, whatever, complain about them voting for themselves to get a, 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 a pay increase, a salary increase. These are smart people. You don't think they're going to they gonna vote to not get an increase? Wouldn't you, if you can vote for your own self to get a salary increase, what are you going to do? You're going to vote to get the increase. That's common sense. Well, they posted, whatever, whatever, man. Deal with the real world and real issues. They got an option to vote. They got a choice to vote to get more money. And you're telling them, you're thinking they're going to vote not to. And you're mad because they voted for themselves to get more money. Or a group that's uh, investigating themselves for an issue and they find themselves innocent. I mean, let's just be honest. I'm just trying to be honest. So what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is to answer your question, the only way it would be changed is they would have to be forced. And, and, I, and I know people don't want to hear it. You might not agree with me, but I'm telling you. Let me ask you a question. When you think about in the world, history of the world, world, who do you think are the five most loving, friendly, uniting, uh, positive people, if you're talking about in, in the world, the five most, like, ever, like, they bring people together. That like, speak. ever? Yeah. Okay. So I would probably go with uh, Confucius, Buddha, Gandhi, Mother Teresa, and Jesus, frankly. Okay. Jesus. All right. So... <laughs> What happened to Jesus or Jesus? Well, you know, the Romans just got pissed off. <laughs> okay. They got killed, right? Right? Yeah. What happened to Gandhi? Gandhi. I don't know. What happened to Gandhi? Look that up. What about Mother Teresa? She died a very happy woman. <laughs> so when you start talking about the Martin Luther Kings, you start talking about some of the people, AFK, you start talking about some of the people that tried to make some of the biggest impossible evil. See, evil don't, see, they, they, they play a different game, man. They gonna go all out. So, so <laughs> there are a lot of good people that try to do good things and then they realize they might not have a job. You see? Or they might realize, man, is it worth putting my family in danger? So that's why I say in order for some of this stuff to really get changed, it don't have to be forced. I, I mean, I hate I, I wish it wasn't that way. No, I, I totally, I totally get you. Here's here's my only 
caveat to that. And it's something that, uh, that a business friend of mine taught me once. Uh, and also, frankly, Buckminster Fuller, who's one of my, my mentors. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've read anything from Bucky. Uh, Bucky said, don't go after the system as it is or within the system as it is. Just build something better right next door. The people will come. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. a paraphrase, but that's kind of the, the philosophy that I have is, okay, so who do we know? in any given field that's dissatisfied with how that field is choosing to get suboptimal results. And it, you know, for me, it's the medical field mostly, uh, which includes infrastructure and government because infrastructure is extremely important to healthcare. But let's just, let's just say it's doctors. More and more doctors are stopping to work with insurance companies. Mm-hmm. They see that it's, kind of a losing proposition if they want to actually make their clients and patients healthy. Yeah. They're going away from that more towards a functional medicine integrative approach, which insurance companies don't pay for. The AMA doesn't like at all. Uh, In fact, they investigate those people. So here's my thing. One or two people, a hundred people doing this are susceptible to the killing, to the death to the being attacked. And we've seen that happen in the industry. But a thousand, 10,000, however many of us there are getting loud, not being quiet, not allowing the insurance companies to do the rule that they have, to have the oversight that they have and just getting loud. We have this great platform of YouTube and podcast Mm -hmm on and you're starting to hear people now just whispering pieces a few people loud but those people are now considered conspiracy right but what happens when it's ten thousand? no longer are you the conspiracy theorist you're the new movement and that's what i want to create i want the revolution to be televised and i want it to be a little more gentle than what we've had to see in the past because we haven't had the media of YouTubes and podcasting and and so on that can get words out in a much more gentle way. We had to do massive marches Mm -hmm. and protests, but we have the ability now to do it differently. And what I'd like to see is people like you, people like me, people that have the the knowledge and the wisdom and are have been playing it in our small little caves become come out of those caves and be loud and really blast to the world that there is a possibility that something else than what is could be way 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 better and we're just about to roll it out you know, slowly but surely so that we can live in this better world. And I think that's where we're at. We're at that pivotal point now. You can see it. It's just a matter of if individuals are going to still have this this level of energy and enthusiasm once the pandemic's over and everything's back to normal. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping that uh, that it'll, it'll just get more. That'll just 
it'll itch in them so much more. You know, it's funny. We had this whole thing a couple months ago, right? This, this protests and these yeah. things. What do you hear about that stuff nowadays? Not very much because the explosion dies down fast. But when you stoke a fire and you keep it slow burning and have that fire last forever. And that's kind of, that's the analogy that I'm using. I don't want to have that big blast of explosive energy because of a reaction to something. I want to have a premeditated slow burn that creates a lifelong of change. And, uh, and I think that you do too. Yeah. I think it's coming. That, that, uh, that you're, you like to be a part of and your, your reading, uh, and running program is awesome. What other charity you went to Zimbabwe on a specific. Work. Yeah, I was uh, the, the Zimbabwe trip was specifically with the U.S. State Department, um, the sports envoy. So U.S. sports envoy uh, through the embassy in Ari in uh, Zimbabwe. So I love doing that. Um, really trying to do more of those if I can. Uh, I'm a university coordinator with Athletes for Hope. Athletes for Hope is an organization out of D.C. and um, I've helped them kind of implement the programs in LS at LSU and also now at Ohio State. So those, those two things, I was with the EACH Foundation, which, uh, which I was a philanthropic advisor. Essentially, I uh, went out and found, uh, you know, recognized nonprofit organizations that probably, that, that maybe uh, needed some, some donations and some grants and some monies, and I would give them money and stuff like that. Uh, but anyway, so just, you know, just doing those things right now, I think, again, I think the energy, I'm a big vibration and energy person. I think the energy in the universe, even though we're going through this pandemic, I think it's an interesting time. It's a good time to pivot and it's a good time to take risks. Um, because I mean, right now, if you take a risk and it don't work, I mean, what are people gonna say? I mean, shit, it didn't work during the pandemic, right? You know, like everybody's kind of struggling right now. So it's like, why not? But what the last thing you want to do is, for me personally, is to do what everybody else is doing and complain and mope and whine. So what I tell people right now, the age, I'm, the, 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 the message I'm getting out is in a time of uncertainty, be certain in yourself. In a time of uncertainty, be certain in yourself. There's a lot of uncertainties out there right now and you can't control them. They're not of your doing. But what you can do is be certain in yourself. And if, you can, if you're not able to be certain in yourself, then that's the way you need to reflect on why can't you be, right? All, what, have, what have you been doing all this time? If you can't be certain in yourself, what are you doing when you wake up in the morning? Why are you on TikTok? I mean, why, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, build some certainty in yourself. So in times of certainty, you can be certain in yourself. Um, so that's where I'm at now. And like I said, I think, I think you and I are going to have to do this again. I got to, I got to. Absolutely. Um, give us, uh, while we wrap this up, uh, three actionable steps for the audience that they can do tomorrow and implement in their lives to change the world, create a new tomorrow and activate their vision. All right, so first one is get active. Uh, whether that's running, whether it's logo, whether it's, you have to get active. Um, our bodies, our, our bodies are all connected. It's, it's, you know, mind, body, and soul, it's all connected. So by moving one way or the other, it really does, it really does uh, trans, uh, transfer energy. We have a certain amount of energy that we have, and by moving, we're able to get that energy more moving when we put it into any other project. So get active. Reading right um find something that you're interested in 
and 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 learn more about it. Like you know, whatever you know, whatever the subject matter may be, uh, whatever industry you may be in, and you know, and, and just reading. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't draw your attention, throw it away and get another one. You know, just just find something to read because the mind expanded never goes back to its original form. So once you learn some, you're able to share that with others. Uh, and then the last thing is, you know, connect with people. I mean, we, the, the, you know, I always say God performed miracles through people, you know, right now people think, oh, it's no more miracles. I remember God used to do this and that and all these miracles. And I'm like, that's BS. If God's still performing miracles. It's just the way that you perceive them. You know, how, how in the world, I, this is what I tell people, how in the world are you going to create a miracle when you're not doing miracle worthy things? See, I'm always trying some stuff that I might not be able to do. Because I'm I'm trying miracle worthy things so that if it happens, people are like, what the heck going? How did Katie do that? You know, how did he do what the he he won the lottery? How? I played the lottery. That's why, you know. Now that's an that's an exaggerated example, but my point is, you know, you see the, oh, how in the world is he, you know, I actually sent Oprah a message on LinkedIn. You know, people are like, well, why? She ain't on Well, you know what? I'm just trying. And if it works out, then who knows? So most people never make the game winning shot because they never take the game winning shot. How are you going to make it if you don't take it? So now go out, connect with people, try these things that you might feel at. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't, you know, succeed then so what? At least you tried it, but you got to do it. This is not just a quote. This is not like, okay, it sounds good. Let's do that. No, I mean, literally, if you're a young guy right now and you're single and it's this girl that's hot, you see her every day at the gym, you know, just go up to us. You know what? I know everybody didn't tell you that, but you're beautiful, man. You know, and I just wanted to let you know I had to get that out. No disrespect. And keep it moving. And, you know, she might say, forget you, but that's all right. At least you've, at least you've told her, you know, or whatever it is. You want to start a company. You want to run a marathon, you know, whatever that may be. Try it. I mean, we're going through a freaking pandemic right now. Don't you feel like you're in a twilight zone? It's a very odd world we're living in. We're in a twilight zone. Kobe Bryant dies in a freaking uh, helicopter crash accident. We're in a pandemic. They shut down all the sports. There was no sports this year. You got unemployment. You got uh, freaking uh, fires going on here. I mean, dude, this is this is some what we right now is some crazy times. So what I'm saying is, you better live. You better this stuff. You better people are like they 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 waiting for the next life. Like this is the this is the time that I mean. Again, this is not a political thing, but I want you to really think. I mean, <laughs> don't take this the wrong way. It's not political. Donald Trump is president, man. I mean, again, that's not. I'm not saying it to be good, bad, right or wrong. I'm just saying like. You know what I'm saying? Like Oprah predicted that in the '80s. Yeah, but that, but my point is, who would have ever, you know what I'm saying? Like, who would have ever thought? Like, that's just one example. I'm just saying there's a lot of those examples going on in the world right now. You, you, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So New Zealand has a female president. Germany has a, you know, I, I, can, I can do a million of those. So my point is, hey, man, like, don't give me this. Miracles don't happen. Don't give me this. I mean, Take I get another. Jay-Z is married to Beyonce. I mean, I mean, come on, man. <laughs> if James P. can marry Beyonce, we can do anything. Because, I mean, really? You, you get my point. I'm, I'm joking, but I'm being serious at the same time. But, you know, it is what it is. Hey, Ari, it's been great. 
Yeah. Uh, find me at Cadivas on everything. Yeah. So how can they get a hold of you? And, and you know, with your charity, what, what could they do to be of support? You know, we do take donations um, because what I do is I go to Boys and Girls Clubs. I go to United Way. I go to uh, different countries like Zimbabwe and I go to those places and I provide information. We take for granted that the information we have to like, just say, go to college. Like, but a lot of a lot of people don't know that they don't have that information. They don't know how to do a FAFSA. They don't understand how to do to sign up for the NCAA clearinghouse. So little small stuff. The information that we're able to provide for them to take the ACT and the SAT. Just all of that, all that little small. Stuff, how to how to get in contact with a coach on 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 the internet. So we provide my organization provides those types of things. Uh, diversity, uh, equality, and inclusion. Um, I speak about that, but in a real manner. And what I mean by that is a lot of the issues that we see going on in the world, it's not always because people are just bad. It's because of, you spoke about this environment. See, Ari, the environment that I came from, if I went to a party and, um, and I was dancing with a girl and we was, you know, dancing party and it got to one o'clock and, um, and she said, you know, let's go back, let's go back to my place and watch a movie. You know, it's one o'clock, we've been dancing, partying. You know what I mean? Like in that in the environment I was in years ago, that I was, you know, gonna think something. Right? Right. And I learned quickly that there during those same times, there's other environments in which if a young lady told a young man the exact same thing it really meant they want that she wanted to go back and watch a movie at one o'clock in the morning. Some people are like, wait, 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 why we can't watch the movie tomorrow? Why we gotta watch it? We've been dancing, you know, making whatever at one. So my, so now you get in those situations. She's, you know, one person's thinking, okay, you don't watch a movie. The other person thinking, okay, she want me to whatever. And now you got an issue. What I think is these things are things that need to be talked about. When you say bad, was it, well, does it mean bad or does it mean good? When you say dog, what does it mean bad is good? Why can't you say certain words? Okay, we got, right now that's a big issue. Why can't this, why can't this person say this word and this person say not? Because, I mean, honey is not a bad word. Hey, honey, you know, but I can't call my friend's wife honey. And if he, and if I call honey and get mad, I'm just like, but honey's not a bad word. I mean, I hear people saying honey all the time. I mean, matter of fact, I've heard y'all calling each other honey. So why? Because context becomes important. And not only context, also relationship. The relationship you have with that person. So even though the word's not bad, and even the women's, I know some women that call each other, each other the B word. And they cool, they best friend, they call each other. It never occurred to me to, be, to go in there like, yeah, that. And then they go, what? And then I say, well, hold on, y'all call each other the B word all the time. No, because I understand context and but see these are things that need to be explained and that's what i do with my reading runners i go to organizations and explain those things and then in a real way though not a politically necessary but in a real way they go oh you know what i get it now yeah that dude says that word and he raps that word and sings it and now they do it together they say it together and yeah maybe i would want to say it but now i understand our relationship ain't such in which i can say it the context not the same. Right. Well, you know, I, I totally appreciate uh, 
all of the time that you've been able to spend. I know we went way, way over uh, the normal. So I'm just gonna, gonna wrap it up. If you guys wanna get a hold of Kadivas, you can just go and find him on Twitter, Instagram, probably uh, YouTube, but Kadivas Robinson at everything.com and thank you so much and this has been another episode of create a new tomorrow with Ari Gronich. We look forward to having you join us next time. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I appreciate all you do to create a new tomorrow for yourself and those around you. If you'd like to take this information further and are interested in joining a community of like-minded people who are all passionate about activating their vision for a better world, go to the website createanewtomorrow.com and find out how you can be part of making a bigger difference. I have a gift for you just for checking it out and look forward to seeing you take the leap and joining our private paid mastermind community. Until then, see you on the next episode.